It's February 20th, 2019, and this is Diz Podopolis, where we talk about Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and everything in between. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep in dreams you will lose your heartaches whatever you wish for you keep have faith in your dreams and someday your rainbow will come shining Uh, welcome back to Diz Podopolis. This is our 20th episode. If you can believe it, we can't. <laughs> and I'd like to introduce uh, my cousin Ryan first. Cousin Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing well. Um, it is a bit rainy and cold in yes. Dallas now, but it's supposed to warm right back up. It was like 80 earlier in the week and then got down to 25. And this week it's going to get back up into the upper 60s, maybe 70. That's Texas. Yes, welcome to Texas. Yeah. So, <laughs> just wait; it'll change. Uh huh. How you doing? Fiona? How are things going down in San Antonio? Oh no, <laughs> they're they're Uh-oh. going really well. But uh, Fiona is trying to have um an oh see or maybe look it up now an ASRM moment. Um, I chihuahuas. I'm not going to get this right. I wasn't meant to. You weren't meant I, to? Okay. I, well, I wasn't, but even, even though I have no idea what that is. Um, so, oh, oh, so she's trying to do an ASMR moment. So <laughs> ASMR is a feeling of, be- of well-being combined with a tingling sensation in the scalp and down the back of the neck as experienced by some people in response to a specific specific gentle stimulus often a particular sound so she was uh come chewing her chicken for you but on oops, the microphone i've saved the last bite out of poultry meals oh <laughs> yeah this is not chicken from the poultry palace <laughs> dca oh my <laughs> i mean I we mean, always come back to the poultry palace i mean like do we have to make our siblings check out this such this such this 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 episode, yeah. this moment, this ASMR moment. Oh, I mean, like Elias has gone to the hardcore part of YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. So, and I'm Colleen. So welcome to the show. And um, if you haven't noticed on the last uh, 19 episodes of the show, we have some focusing issues. <laughs> so- <laughs> this is true. I mean, like, I thought you said there were moments where a- a- I was trying to imitate to that, too. Oh, trying to do the ASMR? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my other daughter, Adia. Yes, definitely. Oh, and she was. I mean, she's hanging out with the tea with the teens. Yes, she's a teenager, so she knows all the cool stuff. Well, I, I just basically like to... Like to be careful with you too, but it's all like just like our our our, our like break the internet episode. Made a lot made a lot of life life lessons. Yes, yes, definitely lots of life lessons. 
So tonight on Dispodopolis, we are going to be talking about the movie that came out in March, the Star Wars solo movie, almost a year at this point. And uh, we're also going to be talking about what we're super excited about for the Disney movies coming out this year, 2019. Are you super excited? If I'm flapping. You're flapping? <laughs> <laughs> She's flapping happy. So, so before we start our conversation about the movies coming out this year in Solo, each of us is going to pick one movie that we are looking forward to this year. Uh, I was like, I'm waiting on for two. You want to pick two? Just me. Just, okay. So Fiona gets okay. two. I'm, I'm actually going to double cheat here. Yes. Yeah. So Brian and I get one each and then you get two. Yeah. All right. All right. Do you want me to run through the lineup real fast? Um. Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Absolutely. All right. All, okay. And we're just doing Disney Studios, um, including like their Marvel and, and Star Wars franchises, um, and just everything that is owned by Disney currently. Right. If it was produced by Fox, we're not counting it because their merger's not official until like March. So, <laughs> <They're out. laughs> 20th Century Fox fans, we're not trying to exclude you. That's just not part of Disney yet. Yet. Because you. Um, but soon. But... So, first off, we have Captain Marvel mm-hmm. on March 6th. Second one, Dumbo on March 29th. Third, Disney's nature or Disney Nature's Penguins on April nineteenth, fourth um, Avengers Endgame April twenty sixth, fifth Aladdin on May twenty fourth, sixth Toy Story four June twentieth, seventh The Lion King on July nineteenth, eighth Artemis Fowl on August ninth, ninth uh, Frozen two November twenty seventh, and finally. Number dun, 10, da-da. Star Wars, Episode 9. Dun, dun, That's a lot da-da. to choose from. It is. It's a lot of movies. That was nine movies, right? Ten. Oh, ten. Sorry. Yeah, ten movies. Yeah, because wow. you have to include Disney's na- Disney Disney Nature's yes. Penguins. Well, yeah. yeah. You absolutely I do. I mean, like, who wants to watch all that stuff? Me. I, I kind of do. Well, like, <laughs> will, I, will I make it to all of them? I don't know, nope. but I, I'm excited about Why every single one of just, them. It just feels like a fall asleep. A fall asleep. <laughs> it's a lot of movies. <laughs> I mean, it's always yeah. like the same. You're always watching the the adulty on Animal Planet. Oh, the pink. Oh, yes, I love watching um, the uh, what are those? The I Chihuahuas. The, I'm not gonna notice the BBC special they have on Planet Earth. It's called Planet Earth, uh-huh. right? Yeah. It's oh. called Planet Earth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love those. Oh, they're just mesmerizing, and the photography and cinematography cinematography is amazing yeah they're gorgeous films they are and then who 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 doesn't love richard attenberg richard attenberg attenberg i can say it really uh, attenborough thank you attenborough. i'm a boog <laughs> who doesn't Burgemeister. love him i'm sorry what did you say i'm a boogermeister a boogermeister <laughs> you and poo poo on the penguins all right so fiona we're gonna let you go first okay because i just want to make sure we don't pick yours yeah. All right. So. What are the two? We don't have to go deep into them because we're going to talk about them in a little bit. But what uh, are the two you're looking forward to? For me, along with the classics, Dumbo. Uh-huh. And for my double double cheat, which is not Evolve, the Kim Possible movie. What? 
what? Oh, okay. So you're going, you're going on the movie theaters. You're yeah. going, okay. That's, you could totally have that one. So that's your Disney Channel movie you're looking forward to. Yeah. I always see adventure like that. And just, I just want to see all that, all that adventuring. Uh huh. And it just, these, these two movies just feel like we're just bringing something back. And just, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And for Dumbo, it just it just feels like it, it wasn't like too much of of like a of like a series. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're actually gonna have to bring an entire box of tissues for you when we go and see Dumbo. Well, yeah, but yes, it's just the harm warm those those thoughts. Yep. All right. So, all right, cousin Ryan, what's your choice? You get only one. Sorry. Well. Because I'm a big Marvel fan, um, I'm actually going to have to go with Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Because I want to I see where the Marvel Universe is going. And this is supposed to radically change the direction of the Marvel Universe. Really? All right. Yeah. Well, they did just kill off half of them. So that did radically change the Marvel I, Universe. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> some, of, some of these characters, I, I really do think we're not going to have going forwards. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. And I, I don't know what to think about that, but yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. All there right. There it is. Yeah. The people are speculating, you know, we may not have Captain America around anymore. At least not in the current incarnation of Captain America. Yeah. So we'll have to kind of see how that goes. But we, we get will. the next size of Captains. Oh, yeah. The Captain Marvel coming out. Definitely. Uh huh. Yeah. All that right. exciting. It is. So. I, <laughs> before we, I'm like, oh, I, I'm having a problem because there's, there's things I'm really looking forward to and then there's things I'm looking forward to and I'm just not sure if I'm going to like it or not. Like, you know, I'm like, ugh. Um, so <laughs> before, before we started recording, I'm like, oh yeah, penguins. Yay, penguins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my choice, um. I'm just going to go out on a limb and, oh, because it's between the two. Oh, shoot. See, I'm changing my mind again. Nope, I'm going to stick with it. Okay. So I'm going to go with Toy Story 4. Oh, very good. It's just, a good choice. That's where I'm going. Um, <laughs> they haven't failed me yet. I've oh, I've loved every single uh, movie they've come out with yet. I think it's one of the best franchise they've developed. I'm sticking with Toy Story. Yeah, you're always being tricky with those nature movies. <laughs> yeah, tricky. Penguins! You took you on the downhill. I know, penguins. It was totally off subject, but we were watching Planet Earth. Uh, I think it was yesterday Planet Earth was on. And uh, it was in the Antarctica. Because, you know, there are some in Chile and South America, but this was in Antarctica. And you see them, and they're all underwater, and then you see the killer whales coming. And you're like, oh, no, penguins, run for your life. <laughs> and you see them, and they're all like, whoosh, whoosh, like just flying out of the water. The big, the big barb uh, out of the hole. <laughs> With about the whale. Yeah, the whales. And so everyone, you're like on pins and needles. And the killer whale is going to eat the penguins. No. And they come out and then they get, and then you see, it was really cool. You see the killer whales just like popping their head out of the ice. And, you know, they're trying to look and see where they're at. And they're saying how uh, they, they do that so they can find the open ocean. Because, you know, they have to breathe air. So they yeah. pop through the ice to find the open ocean. They don't eat penguins. They only eat fish. 
Well, this this pod of killer whales. So you're like, thanks a lot. <laughs> the whole time you're like, heart is racing for these poor little penguins. And then like, oh, they don't need to worry. They don't eat penguins. <laughs> thanks, planet Earth. <laughs> That's really I, I knew that That's because fine. I was spying on you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do that. That's cool. But but then you're you're just but then next time you're like why make a movie about chimpanzees they're they're evil. <laughs> they do like to fling their um their dung. I mean just <laughs> try to know their baby side. Yeah yeah. All right, we ready to go into our topic? Sure, ducky. <laughs> All right. Now it's time to head out west for a little patch of heaven. I know a place pretty as pie I the river bend hits up with the end of the sky left in Nebraska and over a crest on a little patch of heaven way out west everything's green well tonight on Dispotopolis we are going to talk about the blockbuster movie Solo a Star Wars story You're after something. Is it revenge? Money? Or is it something else? You look good. A little rough around the edges, but good. Heard about a job. Big shot gangster putting together crew. I'm a driver, and I'm a flyer. I waited a long time for a shot like this. What do you think? Well, what do you know? Um, so neither of us saw it at the movie theater, and it went, it was out, it came, I think it came out in, was it March or May? So it came out in May. So early summer time, well, not summer, but early, late spring, early summer kind of a thing. Um, May, so May 10th in 2018. And if you didn't know, everyone out there, it's on Netflix. Go, go watch it on Netflix. Definitely, definitely worth your, was it $13 a month for Netflix? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, definitely worth it. I think it was definitely worth that 13 bucks. So anyway, so I was looking at this movie. I guess we can consider this movie a flop because it really didn't make any money. Um, But I don't know what to say when you spend $400 million making a movie and promoting a movie. And the movie only made $392.9 million. Um, Maybe don't make a movie that costs $400 million to make. That's insane. Shing the price. Yeah, it ran into a lot of production <laughs> issues. 
Holy mackerel. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. Like, I think it even got to the point where people didn't even know if it was going to get made or not. Solo that price. <laughs> Is that a phrase? That price should be solo. <laughs> Next time. Yes. <laughs> Bad humor. Um, yeah, I, I, I know they went through quite a... Would they go through two or three directors and they landed on Ron Howard? Mm-hmm. Yep. And the uh, Ron Howard, if you don't know who Ron Howard is, I don't know if I can help you at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a leg off of our, of our, like, Disney diction. Uh, the Disney dictionary? Encyclopedia or something. Yeah, the Disney encyclopedia. Um, it's strange because some people can tell if Ron Howard makes a movie or not. I can't tell. I don't know, you know. Uh, there's some people out there that, that can tell. The writers of the movie were the Kazdan brothers. I think that's how you, I'm probably saying it wrong. Jonathan Kazdan and Lawrence Kazdan. They've been writing forever. Did you know that, Brian? Had you seen that? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, they have been. Yeah, so Jonathan, oh, I thought this was fun. I had to like highlight this. He used to write um, Dawson's Creek. Oh, that's cute, right? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, so that show was, was that show in the 90s? Teenage show in the 90s? I think that's when it was Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was like too old to watch it, but some people watched it anyway in college. But And then um, Lawrence, I mean, he worked on The Empire Strikes mm -hmm. Back and Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So, yeah, so he had, he's deep in the Star Wars um, history there. And, you know, he pulled his brother in. So Well, also The Force Awakens, too. Yes, yeah. yes, The Force Awakens, too, which yeah. really made money. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you, you had good writers. Um, I mean, you had a good director. Um, and I think they had a pretty good story. I mean, it, I don't know. I think part of the problem is, is I heard a lot of people what they wanted out of this story. And I think that's... When you hear someone like tell you what they want out of the story and then that story doesn't match up with what they wanted, that's a hard one. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, this is, I think it was just a hard one to do. write. Uh, you know, yeah. it, well, it's hard to follow up with Harrison Ford, for one. Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. He's, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, that's, you do. yeah, that's, that's a real hard shoes to feel, fill. Um, yes. Yeah. But I mean, I thought, uh, you know, I like the storyline on this one. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It's very Star Wars. Yeah. Um, you know, it checked all the Star Wars boxes. I, I think it was a little light on um, having a deep connection with any of the characters. I mean, you kind of went in with what you thought about Lando. You went in with what you thought about uh, Han Solo. But, well, you know, Chewbacca's Chewbacca. But... I don't think, um, I mean, what do you compare it to? You can't compare, like Rogue One, I mean, just tears at your heart. Yeah. Like that is just, you're so emotionally invested in that movie. Um, but I think that is probably one of my, my favorite Star Wars movies is Rogue One. I don't think we really got to see the connection between the two lead-ish, lead well, Solo and his girlfriend well. 
Yeah, Kira. Yeah, Kira. Yeah, yeah there just wasn't because it's like because it. and the whole movie hinges on that connection. Yes. Yeah, yeah. and y- you you know they like each other and you see it, yeah. but they don't have enough alone time. Like, right. Did that, did, like this. Did that movie felt like a like for, forget it off. No. Film? I think it was a fun movie. Yeah, but but I'm all like, where does it like connected? To the Star Wars movies? Yeah. So this is the one um, before number four, the first original Star Wars movie. So this is telling the story of Han Solo um, before he meets up with Luke Skywalker and Obi Wan at Wait. the at the bar <laughs> on Tatooine. <laughs> But that was mean, like Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One. Yeah, so it's like, how would people be like? It's before that? Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. This is what I'm thinking with Star Wars. It's just but, literally mix, just mixing all of that prequels and sequels. Oh, is it jumping around too much for yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fiona would like everything in order, please. <laughs> so That's, get everything in order. Please. Like my class, my. My girl says this saying like this. This one's too bore, boring. It, it, it just feels like we've been waiting on whatever happens to Ray or something like that. Oh, this is like the in-between movie to kill time. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. enough for the Star Wars fans. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it kind of is. It's yeah. So it's one of those like weird. Yeah, it is a hard, very difficult movie to to write. And Harrison Ford is is. So iconic and um, has so many like goofy traits about him. It, it's hard to come in and, and be a younger um, Han Solo. Yeah, I I couldn't I could never believe him as Han Solo. I almost had to like create him as a different character altogether because I don't I don't know how you do that. Like I never I never got that. Now the guy so the guy who played um, Han Solo was Alden Ehrenreich. I think is how you pronounce his name. Um, I really hadn't seen him in anything except for Beautiful Creatures. Did you see that movie, Ryan? No, no. Yeah, this is, this is the first time I'd seen him on screen. Yeah, don't worry about it. You didn't miss anything. Okay. Um, that was a, it was supposed to be a big teen movie uh-huh. um, about witches. And, Maybe not so likable. Yeah, you know, witches and stuff. I think it was based on like a young adult novel. So, you know. That's, I think that explains everything. But, you know, it, like I said, it's just hard to play Han Solo, and, and nobody could have really filled those shoes. I mean, that's just... I mean, but how, you can't really complete... Uh, you can't really replace Carrie Fisher either. I don't, you know... And they uh, didn't even try. They tried right. to just CGI her face for on uh, Rogue One. You're just all like with the hard-to-find uh, uh, same-looking same face situation. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, I mean, we just know Harrison Ford so well. He's been in so many movies. That maybe Solo would almost wrecked his life. Solo wrecked his life? (laughs) I don't don't. He didn't enjoy playing Solo. He always wanted to be killed off. (laughs) Wait, what actor are you talking about? Harrison Ford? Are you talking about, were you talking about Harrison Ford? I was talking about the original guy. Harrison Ford. Oh. Yeah, he actually asked George Lucas to kill him off of the movie. He finally did get killed off, though. Worst day of my life. Yeah, I did. He did. Lucas films, you you can get. You're gonna get dark with these people. Yeah, sometimes they do have dark moments. 
And then um, Kira, who played his girlfriends, was Amelia Clark. And I've never watched Game of Thrones, but she's, I think, that blonde mm-hmm. girl in the Game of Thrones. Have you seen Game of Thrones? A few episodes of it. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm, I'm unsure if, if, if it's, if it, like, top-notch for me. Game of Thrones? Yeah. No, don't watch Game of Thrones. Oh. It's not appropriate for you at all. No, it's not. 21 and yep. over. <laughs> that's, that, that's, yeah, that was my confusion because I've seen, seen, I've seen a few YouTubers watching that, watching that stuff. Yeah, but and they're usually 21 and over. I, I thought, I, I thought it would be similar to Hunger Games. Nope. Well, no. Mm-mm. It's R. It's not appropriate for kids. Yeah. Um, and then, but, and that was a, a strange character, how they were kind of, like, there was a lot of underlying adult themes in this, this movie. Yeah. Um, her later life after, you know, they separate in the beginning. Oh boy. I, you know, I know what's going on. You, Ryan, know what's going on. Fiona does not know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Daydreaming is something's good for you. Yeah, yeah. So just to give a little background of the plot of this of this movie, um, so they start on the planet Karelia, and Han and Kira are um, romantically involved. I, you know, I think they kiss maybe once or twice. Um, they're orphan children that are made to steal by this really, I don't know, creature thing that comes out of the water and doesn't like light. <laughs> I don't know what that, do you remember mm-hmm. what that was? Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but I do remember that. And I think this is where they missed in the entire film because they didn't make the relationship strong enough between the, like, to yeah. make this movie work, I think you had to fall in love with Kira. Like, you needed to. They yes. needed a moment where you fell in love with her so you could empathize with why Han was spent the rest of the movie trying to get back to her and save her. Yeah, they didn't have any moments. No, there wasn't a moment where you fell in love with this character, unfortunately. And they needed a moment just with her where where you fall in love with her. Um, They're like, so this is an odd reference, but (laughs) for those of you over 21, if you've ever seen (laughs) Jackie Brown... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 21 and uh-huh. Well, the movie more, hinges on the S. character played by Pam Greer, and you have to fall in okay. love with that character in that movie. Right. And there's yeah. like a moment um, where she is being released, this is, you know, being released from jail um, yes. on Bond, and um, the music that they play and the way Quentin Tarantino films that you fall in love with her. At that moment. Yes. And the rest of the film is great because of that. If you don't have that moment, you don't fall in love with her. You don't understand. Like, the whole film is ruined because you have to love that character because the rest of the film hinges mm-hmm. on that and stuff. And so I think with this one, you have to love this character. And if you don't, like, the movie's lost. And it was. And I think that I think, I think this is the swing and a miss. And they really... They really missed on this one. It would have been a much better film if if they would have had us fall in love with her at this point. Right, and and just, just to my bring it theory, back to Star just Wars. my theory. I don't know. Probably <laughs> other people probably have. Oh no, you're. I think you're totally yeah. right. I think you hit the hit it on the the nail on the head. 
The, um, I was just bringing it back to the Star Wars family. Just even when they introduce us to Luke Skywalker, I mean, there's not a big introduction to Luke Skywalker, but you see him, you see his uncle and aunt, you see you know, he's like a typical teenage kid working on the farm, dreaming of something bigger, but you know, really loves his uncle and aunt and is there for them. And you see him go through the loss of that situation. And I think just that small thing. Yeah. I, yeah, you, you definitely feel for Luke Skywalker. It makes it, it work. It does. You give him family a, a connection to, to hold him. So going forward with our story, that didn't give us a great time to spend with Kira. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Han and Kira are trying to, to leave. Because some spoilers, some characters could actually lost lost their big parts what are big parts the family or they try to do a big part but and end up deceasing themselves deceasing themselves them dying yes yeah family dying so they're trying to leave their situation they're trying to leave the planet of Karelia. so han steals um what they call coaxial coaxium yeah oh sorry yeah coaxium so they you know they steal the coaxium which is kind of like a running theme through the entire movie. Mm-hmm. It is, um, yeah. The coaxium. Yeah, so they get the coaxium to escape because they don't have the papers to escape. So trying to bribe their way out of it. And be- right before um, they're able to escape, they're kind of notified that they're trying to escape and the Imperial Guards our officers try and come and stop them. And Han makes it out and Kira doesn't. Kira's sucked back into her the life that they're living. So after that, we see him three years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> on another, that's that's that scene. Yeah. And so you see Han three years later on um, the planet of Mimban. Now it, we did see him like he try he signs up to work at the Imperial Flight Academy, and that's like Han is the only name he has. And then the flight, uh, the guy signing him up for the flight academy gives him the name Solo because he has no family. So. Um, we see it. Yeah. So there we find him on the, the planet and he's an infantryman and which is a little, you're like, wait a minute. I thought he was going to go fly the spaceships or whatever they are. He was uh, supposed to be flying called them spaceships. spaceships. He was supposed to be flying spaceships and he's a, on the ground with a gun. It almost looked like Fox, um, warfare, like world war one. <laughs> like what they were fighting. Star Fox. Pretty awful. Foxholes. They call them foxholes. Oh. So he's in that situation. He realizes how ridiculous it is. And so he's trying to get out. And um, of course, because of course, runs into some people that are trying to steal. I think they're, are they trying to steal coaxium from the Imperial Guard at on? Or are they just trying to steal a spaceship? The people he runs into. Oh, they're just trying to steal a spaceship. A okay, ship. Yeah, they're yeah. just trying to steal a spaceship. Yeah. So here we're introduced to Beckett, Val, and Rio Durant, which are kind of like a little gang, and they're trying to steal a ship, and Han wants them to take him with them, and they don't want to take Han. So they actually like turn him into the Imperial Guard, and he gets caught and thrown into the pit with a monster. <laughs> which is like, he's like, there's a pit with a monster? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen that before. That's not in any Star Wars movies. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It's a fun throwback. It is. It is. And this is where he meets the Wookiee Chewbacca. 
in the he's the monster in the pit and of course han being han you know they become lifelong friends from that moment forward well because han han speaks oh. the language that chewbacca speaks yeah that's fun how many languages does han speak i don't know i don't know and obviously wookies can't speak any other language like they're vocally or that's what they've decided vocally that's all they can speak because han doesn't have to really speak it to him he just he does it first to explain to the chewbacca he understands get, what he's get saying to the trying to get to the fired frenemies to friendship chew was kind of the first assistant mon monster and and then come comes out like jabba oh the jabba the hut yeah yeah <laughs> that comes later oh yeah where did it ever come from? Where'd that monster, the idea for Jabba the Hutt come from? Or where, like, where is like Jabba the Hutt? Maybe they had, maybe they need kind of a bigger, less tameable assi assistant for that. For the No, for the um, they hired, what's his name? Uh, but they, could, they hooked up with, what's his name? Um, oh, it played with Woody Harrelson. I just lost his name, though. Beckett. Beckett? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's where Han Solo gets... Uh, meets Chewbacca, and then they get on. Then they're picked up by Beckett, Val, and Rio Durant because he has Chewbacca. So they pick up, and they all go to a new planet, Vandor One, to go get some coaxium. Because why not? Coaxium's cool. So it's not really explained, but they kind of go further and further more explain why they're getting the coaxium. Then the mud. Then the mud. Oh, they got. Oh my gosh, was that the funniest thing when Han Solo is taking a shower and, and Chewbacca gets in there too? Oh, that was a great scene. I'm glad they included that. <laughs> oh, the total shower moment. It's just like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we could do this one at a time, but. These <laughs> so aren't patient. No, they are not patient. Nope, they're Ours, not going to read their Try to be savage. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. So, <laughs> that's my part. So I was hoping they would ha also one. have, like, oh, a Wookiee hair dryer scene. That would have been awesome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Missed opportunity. <laughs> they had a tiny, tiny one when they're out on the platform of the spaceship and the wind's blowing through yeah. them. There, there you go. <laughs> it's a tiny one. Yeah, been great. Rock, rock star Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. But, oh, man. So, yeah. So they get to Vander 1 because they, they're going to um, steal the coaxium. I, it, and one thing that is so kind of sad about Star Wars movies is it seems like everybody owes somebody something and everyone's always in trouble and they're always trying to gain their freedom and nobody seems to be free. Very interesting. Kind of sad um, platforms for all this, these stories. So yeah, so Beckett and Val and uh, Rio Durant, they're trying to get the coaxial so they can um, get free of their debt to Drydon Voss, who's part of the Crimson Dawn Syndicate, which is kind of like a big cartel, basically. And um, I think from what I understand, so there's like these different syndicates, which are like cartels, and then there's also the separate um, Imperial troops and they kind of control all the cartels too. It's kind of weird. That's okay. They don't need to over explain it to me. I always feel like when I have a question for a Star Wars movie, in the next movie, they over explain something. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. So, yeah, so they do that. And of course, it fails. 
and um, it goes horribly wrong because um, this other group of uh, cloud writers, they're called, come in and kind of um, mess up the whole transaction. Uh, Han gets, so Han, Chewbacca, and Beckett get away. Val dies and Rio Durant dies. And um, that, well, Beckett is played by Woody Harrelson, who... Um, Was amazing. I, <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, he really helped make this movie. Oh my gosh, yes. You just if you want your movie to be awesome, put Woody Harrelson in it or Benicio del Toro. Yeah. Just throw those guys for their like their little under under um overcharacterized characters, but overcharacterized in a good way. Like they're just like perfect little add-ons that kind of spice up a movie. And um and then Val was p- played by Fandy Newton. Um, and I remember her from Mission Impossible 2, like years and years ago. Do you remember her in Mission Impossible 2? No, two? I don't. Cute little girl. Uh-uh. She was the cute little girl yeah. that I think was the love interest for Tom Cruise. Yeah. Didn't even recognize her in this movie. I mean, it's been years, but you know. And I guess she's on that show Westworld on HBO. And then um, Rio Durant's played by Sean- John Farvra because you cannot have a Disney, like if a Disney's in the town, you cannot have a movie without John Farvra. So. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Why make him that magical? Well, he's he like directs a lot of the Avenger movies and Iron Man and produces uh, a lot of the movies. that type of magic. Mm-hmm. And he did the Jungle Book movies. I'm really kind of impressed by John Farvra because... Like, if you saw him, was it Swingers? Did he do Swingers? Oh, I don't remember. Is that his big movie? Swingers. I don't remember. Like, if you saw him in Swingers, you would never think he'd be able to capitalize on that and have, like, an amazing career. You'd never... I didn't care. He just seemed like a big goofball to me. But there's obviously a lot more to him. See, I... Yeah. I remember... <laughs> back to what's her uh, Melanie... Thandawi? How do you say her? Do you know how to say her name? Thandy Newton? Yeah. Is that it? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think so. Thandy yeah. Newton. Sorry. Um, uh-huh. I remember her uh, from uh, not Mission Impossible 2. I remember okay. her from that oh, that one with Vin Diesel. Um, oh. The Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, I didn't see those. Yeah. She okay. was in the Chronicles of Riddick. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's 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 okay. actually what I remember her from. Okay. Yeah, she's a kickback yeah. kind of girl. And she is in this movie too, even though she dies. True. So, but yeah. It's a diable action movie, people can tell. Yes, we do lose characters in this movie. But I think that's I mean, but that's kind of what happens in Star Wars movies. People die. Uh-huh. I mean like they think they're about to get big in the future, but mm-hmm. no. No, no, that, yeah, I think that was what, what was so good about Rogue One is they put so much time and energy into all these amazing characters for a movie, and that was it. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, an amazing job for a movie where you know is just the end, the beginning of the end, or the end and then a new beginning. Yeah, there there's go. no sequel to that film. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a rare one. Yeah, nope. <laughs> 
No sequel to that. Spoiler yeah. alert, if you haven't mm. seen it, everybody <laughs> dies. <laughs> it's like, wow. Good or bad, they're all going down. <laughs> Just everyone, oh. you know. <laughs> Everyone's raging for that spoiler. I know, and you're like, at the very beginning, you're like, oh, you have like, like that spark of hope that they're going to get down and, and they're going to come out of this. And you're like, oh, no. Nope. That's, that's bad. Nope. Well, that's nope. The end. Oh. Don't go to the light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like um, the ending of, oh, the movie. One of those asteroid. What was the asteroid movie? Yeah. The um, Not Allowed to See. Never mind. No, I can't remember. It was like the the daughter and the dad are on the beach, and then the big wave comes, and they're dead. Yep. <laughs> so that goes wrong. So now we're introduced. We go to... Uh, Dridden Voss is, I guess it is a yacht. They call it a yacht or yeah. a, kind of a spaceship yacht. And I, you didn't really see a lot of of people having money in Star Wars until The Last Jedi. Like that wasn't even like a concept to me. It, it's just so stark in all the movies, and it just seems so underground and gangster. And you're like, oh, there are people that have money. Yeah. And it doesn't even like cross my mind because you, you look at the political and the government side and there's not, there's a lot of money, but it's all spent on machinery and weapons. And so you don't see the profiteers. Basically, that's basically what these people are is the profiteers. So you're kind of introduced to them in The Last Jedi and then you see them again in this movie as the Crimson Dawn Syndicate. So I'm guessing the cartels and that, that stuff come, it's coming up now. So you, you meet Dridden Voss, and he's played by uh, Paul Bettany. And I love Paul Bettany. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, he is such a chameleon. I never recognize him. It takes me a while, even in this movie. Like, it took me two or three scenes, and I'm like, oh, it's that guy. <laughs> it just, for me to, like, grist grasp onto his facial um, characteristics. And uh, he played uh, Vision in the Avengers movies, which I didn't realize. Yes, and he's also the he's also Jarvis in all the Iron Mans and Avengers movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 He has the voice of Jarvis. So you see him a lot. Yeah, yeah, he's one of those guys, like, you've seen him, you just don't realize you've seen him. Yeah, or you've heard him, and you don't realize that, you know, recognize mm-hmm. his voice. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so you're introduced to him, and he makes a really good bad guy. And uh, this is where Yay. we, where Han runs into Kira, and um, Kira's boss's top lieutenant. And I thought that was an interesting title. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's what we're calling them now. Alrighty. So he's the top lieutenant, and they kind of get into this whole situation. You know, where Beckett doesn't have what he promised to Voss, and so they come up with this crazy, crazy Han Solo off the seat of his pants. Let's do this. And of course, Voss puts Crimson Dawn in charge of it, and off they go um, to this crazy, crazy plan. Um, and but they need to get a spaceship or you know a really good spaceship. So where do they go? They go to see Lando Calrissian, <laughs> and the guy playing Lando Calrissian, um, Donald Glover. Okay, I totally, I bought into his whole his whole um, 
chick. He made mock a, up his name. Yeah, he made a great scoundrel, very believable. Almost, I thought uh, he was like almost likable in a lot of it. What did you think about? Oh, him? I liked Lando Calrissian in this film. Mm-hmm. He added a lot of character to it. It was it was fun. Yeah, you definitely needed Lando in this movie. Yeah, he provided a little bit of comedy, re- comic relief at times. Oh, and and his robot. Uh huh. And his robot. Yeah. <laughs> Elf. Yeah, but right? you but you needed those. You needed that com- those comic relief moments. Yeah, especially his robot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's priceless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to take her with me everywhere I go. Yeah, so, so like, you know, they're kind of, like, took the place of, like, R2-D2 and C-3PO for the comic relief mm-hmm. parts of the film. They kind of yeah. did, yeah. Yeah. Definitely needed in the plot. They did. So they were, they were, they were fun additions. Mm-hmm. And I almost, like, took them as Han Solo and Chewbacca, too, which is funny. Yeah. Like, they, they were the Han Solo and Chewbacca. <laughs> they, had, they did, and they really developed their relationship well. Between mm-hmm. the two of them. And I thought they did a good job developing the relationship between Han Solo and Chewbacca very well in this. Yes. You know? So that was that was uh-huh. fun. I think I think those things were fun to see. And then Han Solo and um, Beckett were fun to watch too. Yes. Yeah. yeah it was kind of a, like this really um, almost like father son estranged. Yeah. Or mentor mentee kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Somebody just to kind of help you get a leg mm-hmm. underneath you in life kind of thing. Everybody needs that. Yeah. And you kind of, you, you put, you started trusting Beckett. Yeah. Very quickly. Cause you see how he has, um, you know, he has relationships with other people and loving relationships with other people. So you just assume that's going to shift. Yeah, you always said it was almost like a Treasure Island moment. Like, oh, the Disney film Treasure Island? Or the book? Oh, it's a good reference. Yeah. Yeah, but more. Or maybe more. More like, or maybe more like Planet. (laughs) Oh, the. Outer Space. Oh, the Outer Space Treasure Island movie? Treasure Planet. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. You see that in there? Yeah, so, and so, you know, they get the, that's where the Millennium Falcon comes in, because Lando's um, the owner of the uh, Millennium Falcon, and he goes with them. Of course, there's some gambling scenes and things that don't go right, but, so they're off on their journey, and, um, yes? Like, I mean, like, not knowing if, if the, if the side character could, could be a bad guy or a good guy. Yes, very much so, Mm mm-hmm. So uh, they go off, and here we learned what the Castle Run is. <laughs> so now we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty boring, actually. It's a very exciting case. Chase or case for the treasure? Maybe chase. Very exciting chase. Yeah, well, the first time through, so it's pretty straightforward, the Castle Run. And how did they, was it like 20? Castle Run? The Castle Run. That's like the where they went through the cloud area. And you can only go straight through that one area because of all the um, gases and planet formations. Going through the the train type type pole. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a train type pole. Like a um, tunnel. Yeah, I like... Tunnel in space. I like this part. I like the planet castle. It was fun. Especially with uh, trying to free free all the droids. Oh, that was priceless. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, three cracked me up in this part. 
I'm so not memorized for this movie. It's okay. Yeah, the slave revolt. Oh, boy. <laughs> and you got to see another Wookiee. Like, Chewbacca goes to save another Wookiee. It was uh-huh. so much fun. Yes, yes, that was fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, my gosh. And the, and how she just, like, kept going and going and going. And, and it is Lando's fault, because he did give her free reign. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> Yeah, the only thing it was little, it was nice seeing the Wookiees, but they were definitely younger Wookiees. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, do you get taller as a Wookiee as you get older and you get more facial hair? I don't know. Because what is he, 149, 194 years it old? It said like 190, I believe, in the film. Yeah. He was like, he was, he <laughs> was like, how did you learn to, to pilot a Starcraft, you know, pilot the ship kind of thing? And he was like, well, I'm 190 years, years old. <laughs> All right. I'll do it. I actually had no idea that Wookiees yeah. were that old until that moment. Thanks for sh- sharing your age period. Yeah. He's not showing his age? Sharing. Oh, sharing his age. Yeah. yeah that's funny. Maybe that's how what you walk with end up. Uh, there you go. He walks turned into Wookiees. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, they're supposed to have a lifespan yeah. of several hundred years, apparently. All right. Yeah. Well, he's got he's got a, he's got a ways to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I uh, I think it's Junus uh, Sotamo is playing. I can't remember how you say that. He's Finnish or Swedish, you know, up in that he's from that area and replaced the other guy that used to play him. Um, he's only 6'11", though. So, yeah, I think the other guy was like 7'2". So he's a little shorter. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, that was... Okay, so Jeff, oh, my husband, always says how I have a problem with heights. I'm sorry, but the actor they got to play, Harrison Ford, was not tall enough. I just have to say that. He's not tall enough. Because isn't Harrison Ford over six feet? I think so. Our, I mean, everyone in Hollywood is really, really short. Like, that's just... I never, I, except for you, you know when they're tall because they're the person that's a head higher than everybody. Yeah, so he's six one, so he's not super tall. But the um, Alden Ehrenreich, he's not six feet tall at all. Gotcha. So that you know, he needed a couple more inches to to help uh, me with the, the height. The retired Chewbacca actor. No, Harrison Ford. He plays Han, Han Solo. Oh, when you were talking about height. I was all like, for wikis. Yeah, so yeah, so the new guy, he is Finnish. Um, the old guy, Peter uh, Mayhew, he was, yeah, he was 7'2", and he's... He's down to being dead. Well, no, he's, he's still alive, but he's 74, and 74 is, is a lot to wear that costume, that big Chewbacca costume, and be really... When you're 72, and when you're 74, Especially, you just get a, lose a lot of your mobility, and there's a lot of arthritis that starts setting in. So it's it's difficult to keep up and run across a, a set with such a heavy costume. So yeah, so they get after the big slave <laughs> revolt, which is awesome. I'm not really sure what the all the robots and all the um, different uh, beings are going to do once they're free. I, I don't know if they can get on us if there's any available spaceships to leave that was kind of i'm not sure where they're going but i hope some of them actually got away that would be so they get the coaxium and um they get on the millennium falcon to go because they have to take to, to a processing plant and that's on another planet 
And um, I always, to me, it's always, when it's interesting when you're watching a Star Wars movie, because you see things, because you know, a lot of it they do on location in different spots on the Earth. And it just is amazing to me how many environments we have on this planet and how incredibly beautiful they are. We uh, talk about the Indo Forest for one that was you know shot up in Northern California in Oregon in um, the redwood forest areas. And if you haven't been to the redwood forest areas, it is the Indo Forest. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's just gorgeous and yeah. thick and lush and the ferns. And, I mean, you just can't make that stuff up. No. Yeah, I like the Forest of Endor, and I'm glad to... Yeah, it's beautiful. It is. Yeah, we stayed I, some... I say it's um, like it's a real place. <laughs> yeah, it's a real place. It is. It's just the Redwood <laughs> Forest. And then, you know, the the beautiful, like, beaches they have that, you know, go into the ocean, the waters and stuff. Like, we see on this next planet they go to to process the fuel is... Um, Really, it's just so nice. It's just so peaceful and beautiful. I think it's the planet Savarine or something like that. Planet Savarine? Yeah. Yeah. So in here, you know, they go deeper into the stories and you learn about how you kind of are introduced a little bit to the resistance. Yeah. On Savarine. Like this is the kind of showing you what's going on, why people are, why certain other events happened in the movie. You see people who you thought were just profiteers turning out to be actual resistance fighters, which is, that's kind of cool. Kind of explaining some of that going forward. And um, everything kind of goes wrong <laughs> on Severine. A lot more deaths go on. Um, and then, you know, some things well, go right. Are just pretend they're like fighter shings. Fighter machines? The Are you talking about the, um, the people dressed up in the crazy outfits? They think are pirates? No, yeah. maybe. What did you think about the Savarine planet? That's where they went, where the Millennium Falcon, they, oh, after the big fight they had coming here, and the Millennium Falcon looks like it's about to fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which was fun I to see. That, that was, was fun like to watch. Good, good explosion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I want to know is how did that, because someone had stuck a little radar on them at the beginning, the Millennium Falcon, how did that little radar stay on there for real? Like, there's no way yeah. that little radar detector stayed on <laughs> Their tracking trip. device, yeah. <laughs> it was fun to see the Millennium Falcon pristine and then see how it kind of mm -hmm. got beat up. Because <laughs> yeah. it's very beat up it when you beautiful. see it. Yeah, you see it beat up, and it was, like, it was so cool to see it new and pristine. Uh-huh, and all the shiny leather uh -huh. and all the shiny seats. Yeah. Are you not, not included? Are you not included? Yeah. Not, if you, not yet. If you crush this yeah. plane. No, not yet. So yeah, that was nice. That was really yeah. nice. And this planet, so, this yeah. planet was well done. It's kind of just another kind of sandy planet. It is. We do have a lot of sand on our Earth. We do. Yeah, another sandy planet. <laughs> We're not well done. So yeah, this kind of like this is kind of your end. Like, most of the ending scene, and you're kind of seeing people who for who they are, and there's a lot of. Um, a lot of truths come out here. A lot of people die. Um, a lot of twists and plots mm -hmm. happen. Some pretty good ones. I thought. Oh yeah. Things landed up. Yeah, things landed up pretty well for um, Han and Chewbacca at the end of this scene. Um, Kira, 
Um, I mean, you kind of knew how Kira was going to go at the end because you don't yeah. you don't see her again. So, and it kind of tells you what happened to her. She actually goes deeper into um, in, deeper into the syndicate and the cartels, and um, almost like be, trying to become like a leader of a cartel. Um, and you see that it's connected to the Sith too. That the cartel, this cartel or this this syndicate is connected to the Sith. Yes. Yeah. That. Uh, I mean, you kind of knew they had to be in some way, but you didn't realize that they were actually answering yeah. to them until this until this moment. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and you never see any of the imperial higher up government or polit- politics or anything like that. That's Sith, the Sith. Um, is the only thing you see. I you believe, see right? Darth, Darth, or Sith Maul. He pops his evil yeah. head up. He's dead, yes, though, right? He supposedly died. He, he dies like in um, episode. Well, I think it's. Is it episode one? Yeah, on the planet of Naboo. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, he dies there in episode one. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, well that's fun for him. Yeah, that is episode. Yeah, that is episode one. Oh, yeah, so that kind of gives you what order we're That kind of tells you where we're at. He's still alive, and he dies then. Yeah. Huh, look at that. Look at us trying to figure out the, yeah, the structure. Yeah, uh, it's like a time. It's part of that timeline. So it's, okay. this is, like, taking place during, like, episode, during episode one. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Good to know. There we go, girls and boys. I enjoy Star Wars movies. I just don't memorize all the characters. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the one, two, and three, yeah, I, I didn't really. I need to watch them again. Yeah, don't don't have children during um, a big trilogy of Star Wars movies because you'll not really realize what's going yeah. on. Just a heads up. Well, it just seems like I, I wanted to see. Well, I don't know. I don't want to say like boring, but it just just some live action stuff just feels really good. Not not hope to watch, and I just want to like get get up around the place. Oh, it's hard for you to sit through the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, walk around a little bit. That's okay. Yeah. So we kind of we um, the final final scene is you see Han Solo going into another gambling um, card game uh. with Lando, and this time has figured out Lando's uh, cheating method and kind of yeah, sabotages it. And um, So for the whole thing, we've got the, the Spain-type like mustache guy. Lando? Yeah, was he like that? He had a, he had a mustache, right? He should. Yeah, he, he should. Oh, yeah. I think so. Lando. I forget. I think... Uh, yeah, I thought... But, but it was the mustache was reminding me of... But right before, that, right before that, there's a really good scene um, with Beckett oh, and Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, where where you know uh, um, his girlfriend's flying, Han's girlfriend's mm-hmm. flying off to go meet mm-hmm. Sith Maul. Kyra's leaving, um, and now she's she is the lead of the oh, syndicate. Oh, boss is dead. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she killed him to become lead of the syndicate. Um, but he, she lets she let she, I, I, she loves Han and lets yes. him go. Blames everything mm-hmm. on Beckett and. One meets up with Beckett and um, she shoots him. <laughs> yeah. Ole. Yeah. Olé. Yeah. And then kind of like he dot his dying words are like he made a good choice or the right choice or something a smart choice. Yeah, because Beckett was gonna kill Han Solo. So, I think yeah. we just have to just stop this yeah. l- lovely 
conversation. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> J- this part of Liz. And, and you, you don't have to manage, manage, manage so, so to the kids. Oh, because everyone's dying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It is. I mean... Yeah, but it is, yeah. Yeah, it's a Star Wars movie. But I think, um, Fiona, you made a really good connection early on about Beckett. Um, you are saying that it reminded you of Treasure Island or Treasure well, Planet. Well, I was just all... Well, I didn't have it totally in mind, but, but Wikipedia just, just gave me an idea. And yes... I said daydreaming something is good for you, but I think I need a few connection to to these side side characters. Ah, very good. Harrison's gone, and now they're doing the the mm-hmm. card game mm-hmm. with Lando. And um, as you probably can figure out, Han Solo gets the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, they're playing a game Sabah. Yeah, so it's so funny when they play these games that we have no idea what the rules are. You're like, yeah, you could lay down whatever you want and say that's a winning card and we'll buy into it. High tech, the high tech similarity, almost type ones. Allegedly, you're going to be able to buy a Sabak deck at the new Galaxy's Edge. That's a rumor. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, because at least initially, you're only supposed to be able to buy things that actually would exist in the Star Wars universe inside Hello. of Galaxy's Edge. So there won't be, there won't be like T-shirts that say Galaxy's Edge or something like that. It will only be like realistic-looking items from the Star Wars universe. Does that it make sense? It does. I'm just trying to figure from a marketing standpoint if. That might work for a while, and it might work forever. I yeah. just can't imagine them not having some things that would sell really well. They'll have uh-huh. merchandise, but it'll be more over at, um, like, the so it's Disneyland. It will be part of the gift shop where you exit gotcha. Star Tours gotcha. for a while. Um, and then same thing at Hollywood Studios. It'll be where you exit Star Tours, Tatooine Traders. So that's where you get like all the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge T-shirts okay. and hats and cho- yeah. little cheap tchotchkes gotcha. there. You'll get you'll get all those at those stores. But supposedly you're only supposed to be able to buy things in Galaxy's Edge that would actually be sold in the Star Wars universe, where they wouldn't sell T-shirts and hats. Like oh well, that, I, you know? I I think that's a wonderful idea. I think that's great. I wish yeah. they would do a little more of that. It's kind of fun. Um, I'll 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 buy a Sabaka set. <laughs> So yeah, it's a box. Yeah, it's a box set. Yeah, of course. I have to learn to play it. With a magical hat. With a magical hat. Oh, they should sell the little things so I can hide my card in my sleeve too. Oh, I'm sure they. I'm sure they'll have that. I'm sure they will. Totally, completely off subject. But um, and we're not talking about this tonight. But that Mary Poppins, the Royal Dalton Bowl. I want it. Oh yeah, there was oh, a yeah. toll. There was a toll conversation about that material. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But I want the ball. So it's yeah, your, I mean, it's your grandpa's age, age. Yes. Now I like how the film wraps up with them and the millennia, the Millennium Falcon, both yes. Han and Chewie, and um, they are off to everyone's favorite planet. Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> To meet well, everybody's favorite character, Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it's kind of like, oh, we know where this is going. <laughs> we do, we do. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very familiar, very, everyone knows where they're coming from. And it's, 
it's very um, like homecoming almost. So yeah, no, I do. I like it. I thought this movie was was fun. It was super fun. It would make a great great Marvel yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. It was right up there with a Marvel movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I didn't know why it got such bad reviews. I was looking. I was like, it's, it's well, it's pretty. It's got great characters, yeah. fun plot, good mm-hmm. storyline. It's mm-hmm. exciting. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's yeah. a Wookiee. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Chewbacca. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Millennium Falcon and a Wookiee. I'm in. Yeah. Not almost bad for kids. <laughs> what, sweetie? Not almost bad for kids. It's it's good for kids. Well, older kids. Well, well, for ratingness. For ratingness, yeah. I'd say over seven. Definitely over seven. Yeah. Yeah, that PG-13 is kind of weird, because there's definitely PG-13 movies that you say, yes, teenagers. And then some, you're like, well, over seven's okay if you're a parent with them. Because there is, I think, you know, it's just, there's some violence and people die, but it's not, it's not gruesome. So, all right, we doing Mickey ears or Wiki Girls? <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wants to go first Whatever. on the Mickey ears? Well, um, I would give it, I would give it probably, I would give it four out of five Mickey ears okay, for me. Would, yeah. I liked it. I liked I, it a I'm lot. I'm glad to hear you say that because I'm like, is it weird? Because I was going to give it four out of five too. And I'm like, is that strange? Mm-mm. No, I enjoyed it. And I would recommend, I would recommend people watch it. Yeah, I think it's, it's a fun movie. Definitely. I mean, like, I, I didn't buy into um, the new guy playing Han Solo, but I enjoyed his character. I thought his character was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed the plot and everything mm-hmm. around it. Definitely. All right, Fiona, what are you going to give it? You don't have to give it four. <laughs> I was going to say free. Okay. Because everything Good. is just a big loose. Unlovable characters. Oh, not too many lovable characters? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's okay. And just... Try not much to rank to rank it to the, like the the Star Wars the Star Wars fans. Okay, I think like the die hard hard Star Wars fans probably aren't gonna rank it really high or like it a lot. But I think if you're flexible in your Star Wars universe and you just enjoy like a fun movie, I would definitely watch this movie. I think you have to be a little flexible in the Star Wars universe. There, there are there are definite plot holes and here and there. Yeah, I mean you know just is what it is. Probably get a run of, I don't know, four, three or four. You can because, give it three. Because some people can't say it's a bit of a off-the-point movie. Okay. Yeah, I get that. And it sounds like you kind of had to walk around and keep yourself entertained a little bit. Got a little bored with it. Yep. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fair. It totally is. Still some funny moments. In the movie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is definitely a better relationship between between Han Solo and Chewbacca than there was between Han Solo and Kira. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but that's okay, because, you know, that was, that's an important part of the Star Wars storyline. Yeah, that relationship has to go forward, and the other one doesn't. Yes. Dispodopolis, really quickly, we always say that, but not so quickly, we wanted to talk uh, 
real quick about each of the 10 movies that Disney is coming out with this year in 2019 and kind of talk about what we're looking forward to, what we're curious about, what we think is going to work and what might not work this year. Because 10's a lot of movies. That's, I'm not going to see them all. That's a full <laughs> so lineup. It, yeah. It so is. It can't be pretty. What did you say, sweet? So it can't be pretty. <laughs> pretty. <laughs> so let's start. And there's a lot in spring. I feel like it's a really heavy hitting spring. Yes. So first and foremost, let's talk about Captain Marvel. That's coming out the beginning of March. So we're only, it's less than a month out. What are you thinking, Ryan, on this one? I'm excited for it. Okay. Um, I really like Brie Larson and I like Samuel L. Jackson. I think it'll be an exciting film. And uh-huh. um, it gets born to, I, I, I do like backstory. So it says this takes place, I think in like the late 80s, early 90s, somewhere in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so it fills in some, it's supposed to fill in some gaps of um, where, like, the how the Avengers all got together and got started, and um, it'll fill in some of Samuel L. Jackson's backstory. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, as well as um, S.H.I.E.L.D., too. So it'll oh. talk, should, it should, allegedly. I don't know too much about the film, though. So it'll be kind okay. of fun to, like, um, um, kind of go back and... And get a little bit more um, in depth with some of that. Okay, yeah. So I don't know Brie Larson at all. Um, I've I haven't seen her in anything. I mean, that's not saying anything because I barely get to the movies. But um, I mean, I always love Samuel L. Jackson. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's. He's always good. I love him so much. Yeah, I, Ice Age, baby. Ice Age. <laughs> Is he in Ice Age? No, no. No. I, I, oh, oh, oh. Um, From The Incredibles. Yes. Oh, yes. thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. Sorry. Frozone. Sorry if I made an obscure reference. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not obscure. Yeah, I love him as Frozone. Um, just real quick, they say uh, Captain Marvel's about Carol Danvers uh, becomes one of the universe's, universe's most powerful heroes when Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races. And I'm sure if I read comic books, um, I would I would know what they're talking about. <laughs> but I love a good Marvel movie. Gosh, who who knew that 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 life is just is just. So connecting to those because he was acting like he was hating all that fancy stuff of this studio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Elias is kind of moving more. My son, who's nine, is moving more into the Marvel world and away from the animated features of Disney. That's appropriate. Yeah. I mean, it's about, that's very I mean, age appropriate. I mean, yeah, but but it's, but it's all like, but it's all like... For live action remakes, they just re- reboot the characters. Oh, yeah. When we'll be talking about that, won't we? Yeah, yeah, tonight. Definitely. So, yeah, I'm excited for a new character and a new story. Yeah. It'll, it, I think it'll be fun. I, I really liked her in United States of Terra. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Um. Yeah. <laughs> she played uh, Tony Collette's daughter. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, All Kate right. Gre- Kate Gregson. Yeah, was, was the character she played, and she did a really good job in that. Okay. And then, yeah. and then uh, that really was the kickstarter to her career and started doing other things uh, beyond that. And then, you know, did the did the room. Okay. Yeah, and I didn't see that either. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, I mean, if if you made a movie in the '90s and the aughts, I probably saw it. <laughs> yeah. That's where that's where she won her Academy Award for Best Actress. Oh, okay. In the room. Uh, yeah, room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, room. room. Sorry. Yeah, room. Yeah, okay. it's okay. I, 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 sometimes I'll say that, but yeah, in room. Um, and um, that's when she got the call to do Captain Marvel after she won. Um, the, oh. Yeah, when she won Best Actress, Kevin Feige of Marvel Entertainment. Call you know uh-huh. called that's he 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 kind of is running that whole division of movies and he called her up to see if she wanted to be Captain America I mean Captain Marvel. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I want that. You can call me anytime, yeah. Marvel. Yeah, 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 Marvel because there's no more America so far. Yeah. I'm 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 available day and night. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's so, cool. I love it. I'm looking forward to this film. Yeah. All right, so our second film, um, Dumbo. Is coming out um, less than a month after Captain Marvel, so at Mm -hmm. the end of March. So Elias would be the same mark. Marvel for March. <laughs> yes, yes. So if my son's picking the movie for March, he's definitely picking Captain Marvel. But like, don't don't look them, don't look them in in those creepy blue eyes. He he might confess to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I look at the blue eyes and I want to start crying. Oh, oh, he'll oh he'll like, yeah, yeah. He, t- he that, tugs at my heartstrings. That thing. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, make, make you cry. So this is interesting. Disney going back to Tim Burton. I thought that was fascinating because I didn't think the Alice, the last Alice in Wonderland movie that he did did well. I mean, what's going to be creepy about this one? <laughs> so I thought that was interesting they went back to him. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Alice in Wonderland was the Kickstarter to all of these kind of what we call live action films, although they're like photorealistic animated to me. So that's kind yes. of like what I prefer to call them. Yeah, we're, we're changing the term officially. Like yeah, like everybody's trying to figure out what to call these things because they're they're not live action. They're not fully animated. It's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like mm-hmm. a combination between the two. But I can see why. I mean, Disney returns to him quite often. Yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, Lion King is going to be that whole thing. Yes, yeah, just just like the Jungle Book, where they they just had one person in the Jungle Book. Um, so I'm loving. Okay, so I don't know. So Eva Green is starring in it, and I don't know her because her career started in the 2000s. So. Well, I mean, like she's. Do I you mean, know- like she's a total like d- diva for starring out. We're sorry of the Timber and Girls. Who is Eva? Eva. Eva Green. Yeah, she looks pretty fancy, huh? <laughs> so, so have dark. you have you seen Eva Green in anything, Ryan? Uh, I believe she was in Casino uh, Casino Royale. 
Okay. Oh, what's I? I've seen this movie, uh, Miss. And that's the one that I remember her in most. Was 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 that one? And then um, I also liked there was one uh, Miss uh, Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Yeah, that's that's a movie. Oh, that's what you were thinking of. Yeah, Fiona. Uh huh. Totally. Oh Um, yeah, I liked. Okay, I saw her in that. I liked. I liked her in that. Yeah, and then she was in Three Hundred. I didn't see that. Yeah, so that's a little okay. that's a little gory. That one, that one's, There's a lot of blood. Oh. Okay, <laughs> there's a lot oh. of blood. Oh wait a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a Jeff movie. My husband. That's yeah. yeah he think, he can handle that. I figured getting yeah. motions from uh, there was like some PG thirteen Dracula mo- movie. She was she was in. Really? You wouldn't let us. You wouldn't let us see. I'll look it up. Okay. Oh well. Okay. So Fiona knows who Eva Green is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I do. She's but rocking be, it over here. Because of Miss Peregrine's uh, home for peculiar children. Yeah. Mainly. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, that was a good film. I like that one. That was. That was a fun movie. And we've got Colin Farrell. Um, first, this one. Oh, Dark Shadows. <laughs> oh, did you see that? No. Oh, okay. Just... That seems, yeah, that doesn't seem like that's up your alley. Well, yeah, I just... Okay, I didn't see I, that. I totally forgot about this movie. Okay, cool. So Colin Farrell, I for some reasons I really like him, but he always picks movies. Like he just doesn't know how to pick movies. But I think this will be a good one. I think someone needs to to he's a better manager or something. Because some movie I want to go see him in everything he does, but then I'm I'm like no I don't because I don't I, mean, I don't like that movie. He could be the, the new greatest showman. No, oh, <laughs> he yeah. kind of looks like there's that there's that guy. Oh, like um, all the who is the guy in the Great Showman? Hugh. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. He has that same look. You think? I, well, it just it's just it, it feels like there's going a Great Showman spinoff because of like like the terms of of, of how they showed the performances and how stuff keeps burning down and when the main characters is is a man. Oh, in D- in the Dumbo preview. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's the yeah he's the father I think in the in Dumbo. Yeah. The father figure, and then they have Michael Keaton and Alan Arkin, and both of those guys are fun. Yeah. So I'm yeah I'm looking forward to this movie. Like I I told Fiona earlier, we're just bringing a huge box of Kleenexes. <laughs> I mean, like, it would be a surprising thing if I if I didn't cry. Yes, it would be. Or, or maybe like a tiny bit. A tiny bit, yeah. Just just things when just things fly. Okay, so you want to go on to the next movie? Um, yes, if it's okay. your particular. Yes. Yeah, so my favorite movie for the whole year, Penguin number three. <laughs> <laughs> Antarctica. Home to the deadly leopard seal. The mighty killer whale. And Steve. A gentleman who stands out from the crowd. Disney Nature's latest Earth Day documentary. We can go see this for your birthday, Fiona. Um, 
Okay, you you may got me because I'm trying to almost research plans for Animal Kingdom. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you're funny. Sort of. So this is you. Know, I thought I have some connections to Animal Kingdom. Some oh yeah. So this would be definitely something I catch once it makes it onto either Netflix because I don't know how this year is going to work if it makes it onto Netflix or Disney Plus. We'll see. Oh, I just, I'm, I can't believe it comes out in November and I'm really looking forward to it now because when I keep looking up the old stuff, it keeps getting that crappy new stuff. Oh yeah. You're not, you're not being able to find the older, um, Disney yeah. materials. Yeah. It's, and it keeps glitching when it's being filmed on YouTube. Yeah. So, and then we're moving on. To uh, Avengers Endgame. Which is coming out, I think, the the week after Penguins. And this should be really, really interesting. Just to to lay some groundwork in in my family home. So Elias was Thanos for Halloween. (laughs) Good choice. He totally knows. He goes. He he always goes to the dark side. (laughs) I mean, it's like a character I would I wouldn't expect for him to dress up as. Oh, it's as Thanos. Yeah, that was an interesting choice. Um, So we're going to see Brie Larson in two movies this year because she's going to be in the Captain Marvel. And then a month later, she's showing up in um, Avengers Endgame. And I honestly cannot remember who lived and who didn't live at this point out of the Marvel's characters. I thought there must be some because when... um, Oh, what's his name? When... Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, so Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, you know, he, you know, went through a million different scenarios and only saw one way to get out of the situation and only asked one thing of Thanos for Iron Man to live. So something totally turns on that whole scenario, even though you see him dying in a space shuttle. (laughs) Which doesn't give you much hope in the preview. Yeah, yes, two hail spirits. Just, just grab me away, and then we'll finish this off. <laughs> Everyone dies. Everyone dies. Oh dear. Everyone needs to die in the Marvel movie. <laughs> the Marvel's not your favorite well, universe. Well, I'm not saying to be mean. Oh, just, okay. So, yeah, so this should be interesting. it's just up to those levels. Uh Uh-huh. So what are you thinking about this movie, Ryan? Oh, I think it'll be a game changer in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll change the direction of where some of the characters and stuff, like who, like which franchises they go forwards with. Um, I'm really excited for it. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. That's, they, they've yeah. been very, very quiet about all of it on purpose, and their trailers don't give away much. The only information we, that we know coming out of it is that Spider-Man and Black Panther will both return to the screen. Yes. Yeah, so, I'm seeing that. And they both, they both kind of, they both disappeared. They both turned into mm-hmm. ash in, this, in the last one. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, how 
they are able to not be not be ash <laughs> well yeah and i'm noticing uh bradley cooper is on here with rocket too and so, yeah. he i think all the all of those people went to ash so so now i'm all like it's the the other side of of spire spider-man off the of disney one is like still living but not like the disney to marvel one Oh, they're coming out with a Spider-Man movie this year that's not yeah. produced by Disney. Yes, they are. Yeah, so I'm all like, is, is the one that Disney owns all done? Oh, so this this is we're talking about Spider-Man showing up in Avengers the end the end game. So he oh. you know, they brought him over to the Avengers and use him. Oh yeah, so oh so that's so that Black Dust doesn't like get rid of you permanently we don't know oh we don't know if it's a flashback or real time oh because it could actually do you know that sort of thing where you, you oh look they're coming back but they're really not kind of a thing it's yeah. like t- time sold us we'll have to see i don't know um especially with the way um benedict cumberbatch's character Doctor Strange can, he's the master of mystic arts and can manipulate mm-hmm. time. So it'll be interesting to see how all of it works out. Yeah, yeah. Because time can be, be really manipulated curious. in this universe. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, I don't. I have, I have no clue. But mm-hmm. it'll be fun. I'm really excited about it. Yes, Thanos needs to go down. Go down. Well, we'll see. And uh, yeah, the one thing I really like about Thanos is he's not just black and white evil. Like, you no. know, he, he had a mission. He's, you know, trying to <laughs> oh, so. do what he thinks is best for the universe. And his version of that to solve hunger and all that kind of stuff was to get rid of half the population of the universe. And he he sat down in a quiet field and retired. <laughs> I mean, yes. it's not like he, he wasn't oh. there like, ha, 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 ha. I'm going to continue <laughs> to rule the universe and destroy things. It was like. Okay, I'm, my mission's accomplished, and <laughs> I mean, very it, strangely, yes, yeah. Like it's not like so. I mean, you can really kind of uh, you can. Uh, there's an understanding level with this, with this, with this. Uh, I guess in quotes, bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't see himself as a bad guy. No, not at all. He's he's thinking he's saving the universe. Yes. Yeah, which is quite interesting, you know. It is. So then we move on to the live action Aladdin movie. Which people don't have to be that disappointed about. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what to think about this because I loved the live action Cinderella movie. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was great. Graceful. It was just I mean, so poignant and just, it was either, you couldn't knock it for anything. And then we had Beauty and the Beast and it was okay. It was. I mean, like almost, almost everything looked the same on that one. Yeah. I They added a song. I don't think they needed to add the song. <laughs> um, <laughs> personal opinion. Um, yeah. They had more backstory. It's interesting how much more story you can get into a movie with a live action over animation. Um, I like the original Alice in Wonderland when they started doing this, uh, the first Alice, Alice in Wonderland that they remade. 
uh, with Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. Tim Burton. I really, I thought that was a really good uh, uh, conversion or update of the film. Uh, I'll be interested to see what they do with Aladdin. Uh huh. Um, you know, so it could be. Uh, it's great songs. And yeah, it could go either way for me. Yeah, I'll, I don't uh, have I don't, to see I, this. I don't have to see it in the theater, but I will see yeah. it at some point. I mean, yeah. it doesn't seem that much of my my saying for me. What, what are you thinking about it? Not your Think, give or take? Well, well Lad is not one of your favorite movies. Well, I, I know, but I'm all like, he is like so connected to it. And she's a big Jasmine fan, well, yeah, my middle but, daughter. But even though she thinks this, this, the dark animation sequels just ruin the whole thing. Oh, but, the Aladdin too. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. just for this movie. I just hmm. you're not sure. Yeah, I I have a bit of feeling. I have a bit of feelings to it mm-hmm. because because of how they like work out with the sidekicks. Okay. Sometimes. You, oh, you want to see how the sidekicks work they can, out? They can have like looks like they're sometimes bringing out like sidekicks just having like small appearances mm-hmm. and big big appearances at like the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it will be interesting to me is to see if um, Adia, my middle daughter, who's a huge Jasmine fan, she thinks is very cool, even though she's 13, she still thinks it's cool. Mm-hmm. We'll see if she wants to go see this movie or not. I think that'll be um, a sign of where that movie's going to go for that age range. Okay. So now, so that's so that's coming out the end of May. Uh, but here comes some really deep thoughts. Oh, here comes some deep thoughts from you. So at the end of June, uh, we have Toy Story 4. Goes and flows of angel hair and ice cream castles in the air and feathered canyons everywhere. I'm just all like Tom Hanks and Tim Allen getting, getting older. Could uh-huh. this be the last for them? Oh, they're not that old. <laughs> well, oh. But I don't think they'll make another Toy Story after this. I mean, I could be totally wrong, but. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought some people say it just it, it could get six or or this this could be the end. Mm-hmm. Like our two favorite code hosts will just leave this franchise. I, I just love the voices of Tom Hanks and Tim Allen in, in this movie. I think it's just so perfect and so juxtaposed of the Tim Allen so sure of himself and Tom Hanks a little goofy going on on the side, you know. I, I really have enjoyed these movies. I mean, I, I've, I've, we've watched, like, You Got Mail almost every night. <laughs> I used to watch You've Got Mail a lot. <laughs> it's a good film. <laughs> it's fun. I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, um, so Ryan, what are you thinking about Toy Story 4? I like this franchise. I think it'll be fun. I'll, I'll most likely see it in the theater. Yeah, yeah. I could I could see me definitely going out. I mean, I almost can't yeah. believe to... Tim Allen just just looks the same by looking at him and, and like Last Man Standing. Yeah, he does. He looks very similar, but so does Tom Hanks. I mean, if you take a look at and, him. Uh, what's that other? It was an old older show. Bosom Buddies. 
I think. <laughs> I think that might be too old for you. Yeah. yeah do, do, do. Huh? So interesting. John Lasseter um, was a writer on this. So is this going to be his last credit for Pixar? I maybe. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. So, but I do love, here's the, here's the uh, description. When a new toy called Forky joins Woody and the gang, a road trip alongside old and new friends reveals how big the world can be for a toy. Forky's and not a toy, according to him. <laughs> so what will you get? What's the next big thing you would get next? <laughs> what do you mean? For the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it, and, and they've kind of teased that they're at a carnival. Even in the poster, I see a Ferris wheel. I mean, is that going to be their new sunny side? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, what about the stories about Bo Peep? Oh, yeah. We'll have to see how with Bo Peep. There's so many questions that we have no answers for. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe they totally redesigned her as more of a uh, adventure character. Oh, she looks like she's ready for action. Yep. So this interesting Keanu Reeves um, is in the movie. I'm assuming he's Forky. Maybe not. Where is he? Right there. Keanu Reeves. Oh. <laughs> We're looking at IMDb. I don't know, because it said... I'm reading that Tony Hale is Forky. Oh, Tony Hale is Forky? Uh, yeah. Tony Hale from Arrested Development. Oh, okay. Yeah, it didn't sound like Keanu Reeves. I wonder maybe, if what who Keanu maybe Reeves is Maybe I was always reminding of, like, Bo Peep as, like, as, like, Route Breaks the Internet Cinderella when, when she's in, she's in Vanellope's style. Oh, really? A tiny bit. A tiny bit? I don't, yep. I don't know. She was kind of reminding me something when she was out of her dress. Oh, just has the the leggings on? Yeah. Yeah, so she looks more comfortable like the princesses and Ralph breaks <laughs> yeah, the yeah. internet. I think this will be a fun one. It should be a really good, a really good film. I, I like this so. franchise, and I like, the, I like the areas in the Hollywood studios, the Toy Story land. Yes. So fun. So I think it'll be a good addition. I think so too. Yeah. It better be. I'm going to be mad and want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> then, so, right after Toy Story 4, we get to another live action remake The Lion King. Everything the light touches. Is our kingdom. But a king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day, the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king. That's not the correct term. The correct term is? A photorealistic animation <laughs> oh. of the Lion, the Lion King, yes. Don't, just don't ask me. I'm, I'm going to be a Lion King member. You're going to be a Lion King member? <laughs> so, yeah, this should be interesting. Um, I, I'm on the fence just on this movie, just like I am on Aladdin. Because I'm just, I'm, I'm just all... Oh, like with the new Lion King coming up, we're just, uh, we're just, uh, we're already doing the, the a audition on, on it. Oh, oh, so real quickly, since we're talking about the Lion King, 
Fiona is actually going to be starring in a play production of The Lion King um, all right before this movie comes out. So June 14th and 15th, it's um, the whole cast are kids with special needs. And I think that's pretty cool. So they were had their first rehearsal today. So um, I'm really I'm really excited that um, James Earl Jones is coming back as Mufasa because he has to be Mufasa. I mean, mm, there's absolutely yeah. He does. I mean, his voice is amazing. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Um, Simba is being played by Donald Glover, who was Lando Calrissian in Solo. Yeah. So that's that's funny. That's gonna be fun. Beyonce as Nala. <laughs> Woo! What? <laughs> I mean, we're just why? We were talking about that beforehand. I'm like Beyonce. Eh, I'm not a Beyonce she's, fan. She's a she's she's a six. Oh, she's <laughs> she's yeah. gotta be. Well, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I can you know Beyonce. She's what? Yeah, she's a sex. What like a sex mean? symbol. Like a sex symbol. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I you take her, give her or take her. I could go either way with Beyonce. I mean, she's she's that'll not probably, a voice actor. It'll make the. I mean, she'll she has a lovely singing voice, so it'll I mean, make, like, she'll it'll make her song stand out. We'll see how kind of she blends in with all of it. Does she get a song? Because Nala doesn't sing, right? In the first, or does um, she? Um, I thought she didn't she. Yeah, she did. And can you feel the love tonight? Okay, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I just thought that was background. I just thought that was Elton John singing. In <laughs> that one, uh, yeah. well, he did a, for the credits, but in the actual okay. song, it was started by uh, uh, Timon and Pumbaa, and then okay, and then um, Nala joined in with um, um, the Lion King himself. So okay, all right, yeah. Oh, so. that's right, because um, Matthew Broderick. He played Simba, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and Simba and Nala did sing in that one together. Yeah, and Matthew and Broderick doesn't sing, does he? Did he? Sing? I don't think he sang in that. I thought somebody did his voice for him. I could be I totally wrong. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I really don't yeah. know if he did or not. So we'll see, and they probably could have some new songs for it. Um, I would assume if Beyonce's in it, they have some, a new song. Yeah, well, yeah we'll assumption. see. We'll see. Uh-huh. Um, we will. I think it's odd that they were releasing two of these um, kind of photorealistic animation live slash live action films so close to each other. May 24th and then less than two months later, July 19th. I think that's I think that's an interesting choice. We'll see how that how the box office plays for that. I'm. I don't know. That's very close. They did this with some Uh of the Star Wars films and it kind of bit them in their rear a little bit with Han Solo. So they've spaced it out. The Star Wars stuff just because it was too much Star Wars. And I wonder if this will be too much live action. Disney, the Disney photorealistic slash live action film. Yeah. I'm kind of feeling this way about the whole year because we've got Dumbo Aladdin and Lion King all in one year. And those are like three heavy hitters and they're going to want to make a, uh, they, they want these movies to make a billion dollars. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, cause that's, that's within less than what, within about six months, not even six months of each other. You've got three of these. 
Yeah, that's a lot. Asking a lot of an uh-huh. audience. I don't know. I'm just like, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We shall. We shall I'm ex- see. I'm excited. I think it'll. I think they'll all be good. I don't know if I'll yeah. see all of them in the theater though. And there could be many people like us. <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll see. We might see one of them in the theater, but not all, all three of them. Exactly. Because I just. I'm gonna get behind. Yeah. Well, I'm just all like, what's that word for CGIing? Oh, photorealistic. Oh, computer graphic. Yeah. You can use CGI. For f- but I'm just all like, for photorealistic, it was so like people were thinking that a live action Lion King would be some kind of joke because you don't really get humans that mm-hmm. that often. And I'm just and how would they work 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 uh, all those animal animal poses? <laughs> Then it's just all like everyone's wrong. They they did totally did the exact same same. I mean the exact same thing with the circle of life scene. Oh, in the in the animation version. Well, what they did with the nowadays one. Oh, the the trailer of the yeah. of the and the animal that's very similar to the circle of life for the animation. I mean, it's all. I mean, it's all like it's for CGIing like more animals. I feel, feel they're just gonna be like what ifs on like, like people are gonna be all like what they're what they're gonna touch next. Bambi, just just for being just animals. Or yeah. Well, they've never like done a movie with just animals before. I mean, there's a lot in Jungle Book, but you still had the one human. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like. Maybe I can think about almost those those nature movies for for that, but just not not too much action to it. Mm-hmm. It's just the normal lives of nature, but more. But we're gonna put some more climatic and make it a bit funny. In in the Lion King. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be pretty close to the movie. Well, maybe yeah. some more backstories and more information, but yeah, they they need to. Yeah. Because no one can say that the store stories of Disney can't get old. So you think you don't think the story will get old? You think it's a good story? Well, Lion King. Yeah. Nowadays, I'm I'm needing something different. Are you Are you looking forward to these live action movies? Uh, um, I was. I'm still sticking with with Dumbo. Well, that's that's one of yeah. the photorealistic. Yeah, but yeah, I I would like to see the other the other remakes. Okay. But for the next movie we're going to talk about, it feels like it's going to be a skip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the next movie is Artemis Fowl. Our world has never been in more danger. Human greed is what drove us underground all those years ago. To escape from your rapacious appetite. I warn you, boy. So the next movie coming out, Disney Artemis Fowl. This seems to be kind of a, a different direction for Disney. So the back premise of this, Art- Artemis Fowl 2, a young Irish criminal mastermind, kidnaps the fairy Lep Recon officer Holly Short for ransom to fund the search for his missing father in order to restore the family fortune. 
I've I haven't read this book or know much about oh, it's a it. Book? Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it yeah. Well it's, yeah, it got it's gotta be. It's gotta be. <laughs> Almost everything of Disney is a it's, was a book. <laughs> yeah. So um so but it's got Judy Dench. So two points there. And has Josh Gad in it. Fredia Shaw is Artemis Fowl 2. So he's a young guy. And it looks like this is really his first movie. So that should be interesting. Well, like how 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 has he not been in anything else? Oh. Well, he's young. Oh yeah. He's just a kid. That <laughs> happens a lot. And this may be the only movie he's ever in. <laughs> that happens a lot too. With with an evil leprechaun. Well, no, no, he's actually the um criminal mastermind. The kid is. The leprechaun uh, uh, Artemis Fowl. I was talking about this. Oh, lep yeah, that's really funny. They call it Lep L E P and capital letters and then in lowercase R E C O N. Which I was kinda cracking up with like the leprechaun. Uh-huh. It's kinda things. cute how they do that. So this should be interesting. This could be really good. Or it could be um, another. Uh, what was that movie they came out with? Um, a wrinkle, a wrinkle, a wrinkle in time. In time. Yeah. Or it could be a wrinkle in time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, p- people are totally gonna feel those same vibes. Like just, just looking at that, 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 that ghostly white, white dress. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's it's a sci-fi. So and I would call Wrinkle in Time kind of a sci-fi too. So uh, yeah, I don't I don't know much about this at all. So this should be interesting. It is directed by Kenneth Branagh, and I I do like him. Has everyone has one of everyone's favorite favorite has anyone's favorite laugh out louds? Josh Glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. I like Josh Gad, and I like I like um, um, Dame Judi Dench. So they could be really funny. Uh, and Kenneth Branagh directs really well, so this could be a, it could be a great film. I have good hopes. I have hopes for it. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, I really enjoy his movies, mm-hmm. and I don't think there's one that I I would say, oh nope, not going to watch that one. Every single movie he comes out with, I really want to see. Like he, the, he does not know how to uh, how to act himself into adult an adult movie or what. He's just really good. He did a lot of uh, Shakespeare movies back. I think it started it started in the eighties, yeah, in the eighties and nineties, and they were amazing movies. But for more, Josh Glad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more, more Olaf. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Olaf, our next movie, Frozen Two. That's uh, maybe that's gotta be a let's see. <laughs> yeah, this. I mean, it's there is no way on God green, God greens, green earth that Frozen Two can live up to Frozen. You just can't. That's <laughs> uh, got a it's got a mountain to climb. It does. <laughs> yeah, pun intended. So it looks like you know they've brought back. The same cast. I mean, who would say no? And I'm sure they're paying them 
Lots oh, of money well, to come back. Yeah. <laughs> so the only information they have on it is Elsa, Anna, Kristoff, and Olaf are going far in in the forest to know the truth about an ancient mystery of their kingdom. There you go. If, if it's if it's not gonna be that good, people just don't go like, woo, yay, frozen, frozen two. It's got it's gotta be better than Ralph. Oh jeez. Oh, uh, I mean, for you, but mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, Ralph breaks the internet. Wasn't my favorite movie, but you really enjoyed it. Yes. But I loved Incredibles too. But I'm, but I'm like. We're just we're we're still up for like Toy Story four. Yeah, but they've proven themselves with two and two and three. It's just straightforward. It's always good. Yeah, so you know this this could go either way. I have no idea. I mean, I, the actors, the you know, Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel, and Josh Gad, you know, they want to make a good movie. I mean, like to the ancient secrets of of Arendelle. Maybe. <laughs> How did Elsa was born with ice powers? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? They could find out how it all began, huh? So it's more like a backstory? I I mean, like, with the Incredibles, how did they ever get first born with superpowers? I I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) People are not going to (laughs) just say they're aliens. No, no, no. That's Superman. (laughs) And... I'm like people wanting for like for, for Incredibles free. I, I mean, people aren't just gonna say that they're aliens. No, no, I don't think so. All right, Ryan, what are you thinking about Frozen Two? Well, I'm hoping it's gonna be good. It's gonna. It's a. The first one was incredible. Um, mm-hmm. I think this um, is gonna be a hard, hard thing to try and kind of you know try and outdo the first one. Yeah, I don't think you can. I can so, think you just can hope to to live up to the it's hype. It's too iconic for pop culture. Yeah, you think? Well, it's just so. It was. I mean, it was a once in a lifetime. I mean, no one expected movie. to just it for it to just take over Disney. No, no one did. Uh. Uh-uh. But I, I'm assuming it will do quite well at the box office. Um, no matter what, just because people loved the first one so much. So mm-hmm. I would, I would be very surprised if this, you know, even if it does a fraction of the, what the first one did, it'll be very successful. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see why they're doing a, a sequel here. So, I mean, we'll, oh. we'll have to see. We will. We will. And no, the end of November, we shall see. So yeah, there's your Thanksgiving I mean, movie. Yeah, I'll go here just to hear the music because I really like the the composers and I like um, the singers too. I like Kristen Bell and Dina Menzel, Josh Gad, Jonathan Groff. I think hopefully they use Jonathan Groff more in this one because he really okay. has a good singing voice. And um, they didn't. He plays Kristoff, and um, they didn't use him very much in the first one. He was. He kind of did his. He did his jokey song. Yeah, to Sven, and that was about yep. it. But he has a really good singing voice, so hopefully they'll utilize him in this one. Oh, cool. Does he do Broadway, or...? Um, I don't know, but he can sing, so... Okay. So. Well, I just... Yeah, just Adina Menzel, she's from Broadway, and yeah, I mean, she... Yeah, her voice is in, insane. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, nobody can sing that song like she does. Just just let it go if you're not going to be with this movie. <laughs> 
Thank you, Fiona. <laughs> I mean, he was, of course, I mean, he was in, um, oh, what is the name of that TV show that he was in? Glee. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, he it. was. Yeah. He was in Glee. Okay. I'm not even recognizing him from Glee, but still. <laughs> oh, he played you know? Jesse. He played Jesse in Glee. Oh, Jesse. Okay. Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all you're knowing is, is, is Flynn White. Flynn White Ryder was, was in Chuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. From um, Tangled. Yeah, no one knew Chuck could sing. <laughs> At least they, they probably never did a musical episode of, the, of, of Chuck. The, of this. <laughs> no. All right. So we're ready to talk about the final and last movie coming out from Disney this year? Uh, okay. Star Wars episode. They just keep going. Nine. <laughs> Nine? Uh-huh. Yep, so episode nine, here it comes. Um, I have no idea what this movie is going to be about or go what direction it's going to go in or anything. It's got to go direction with, with Ray. Yeah, well, yeah. So you have, you know, Adam Driver back as Kylo Ren, Daisy Ridley back as Ray, and John Boega back as Finn. Mm-hmm. I hope I said that right. Interesting. They're bringing on um, Carrie Russell. She's an mm. actress I didn't think would survive the 90s uh, TV show. Felicity. Felicity. Yeah, I didn't think she, she yeah. would make it past that. <laughs> Surprisingly, she did. She did that. She's been doing that Americans uh, TV show for about five years now. So, and then um, the other newcomer is to the Star Wars universe is Naomi Akers. Uh, Aki? No, Naomi Aki. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not familiar with her either. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen her in anything. Oh, especially since she's only been working since 2015. Oh, she's in Doctor Who, but I haven't watched any of the new Doctor Whos. Maybe I yeah. saw that one, but she's only one episode. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm excited because it's J.J. Abrams directing it. Which ones did he do? What did he do? Um, he did episode six, I believe. Okay. No, was it? What was the first one? Seven. 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 Yeah. Okay, he did seven. That was really good. I thoroughly enjoyed the Force I Awakens. Like, I don't like kind of think. Yeah, which one did he do? I don't think back to it. Yeah, the Force, <laughs> the Force Awakens. Well, and he was chosen because of the Star Trek stuff that he did. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He rebooted Star Trek, the Star Trek franchise. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, um, I didn't see any any of the Star Trek stuff, but my husband, Jeff, had seen all that. And he really, really enjoyed it. They're really good. That. Yeah. He did a really, really good job with it. Yeah, so I'm excited about it. Um, interestingly enough, Carrie Fisher will be back. Oh, yeah. Playing okay. Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. They have enough that they, they have enough um, scenes and dialogue 
from her uh, like outtakes and different things from the previous ones that they can put her into this film. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. But how would how would they make it still think that she's alive? Well, very good editing. Oh, that that's Indy quits. Yeah, so we're gonna do some probably do some CGI and editing would be my guess. Oh well, if I if I was gonna be a a filmed movie. No, unfortunately, I think she died before they started filming. Well, I would. Yeah, I would totally know. Like, it's probably not gonna be an actual Carrie Fisher. Right. Well, yeah. it'll be her, but yeah, not. It's, she's, they, it's like um, they're going to just take stuff that she had already done filming uh, when they did like the, the, the Force of Weekends, Episode 7 and Episode 8, The Last Jedi. And they'll just take some of that extra footage and be able to complete her storyline somehow. Okay. In this, in this one. So it'll be interesting to see how they do that. They did say that they're not going to digitally... Um, generate Carrie Fisher like they did in Rogue One. But they had to do it digitally for Rogue One just because even Carrie Fisher was alive, but they had to do it because... Um, She's changed a little bit? You know, make her, what, 50 years young? <laughs> Not quite that young, but like... <laughs> <laughs> strip in off like... In her 20s. Yeah, that that strip off 40 years of time, and that's a lot, so... It is, it is, and she had a hard life, too, so... yeah. That one was understandable. This one, they're they're just going to take and um, cut, you know, use already uns- some un- unseen footage. Yeah, I'm excited to see episode nine. Um, we got Me a too. lot of information in episode eight. Like, oh, my head was spinning after that movie with all the information I had. Which was solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, no, not solo. The um, La- the last Jedi. Yeah, the last Jedi. Oh. Um, was Solo meant to be episode nine? No, but Solo was like an independent, not part of the series. Oh, uh, okay. it was a backstory, so. like Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. I'm just all like, how can we name name these movies in order? Yeah, Fiona does not like the fact that these are not in chronological order, and would like someone to go back and and do this for her. Oh, it's out there. <laughs> They have yeah. they have websites uh, and they'll show you a, t- a timeline of the films. But she wants them to release them that way too. Oh yeah, well. <laughs> She's like movie oh. studios don't yeah movie studios don't work that way anymore, especially when you no. get somebody like J.J. Abrams who you know is known for you know jumping back and forth in timelines all the time. Like Lost, <laughs> the 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 t- the television show Lost would you know. Always jump back and forth in timelines. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so so this is this stuff is gonna jump back and forth in timelines too. I mean, everyone else is not liking it either. What solo or a, a few? A few people. Yeah. Yeah. It can it don't. can get confusing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, you're not alone. Well, this this is probably gonna be a big big future. Yep. This will be a very exciting year for movies. For sure. Mm, they're releasing a lot. They are. Oof. I just, I'm really bad at trying to figure out what's going to make it and what's not. Because not all 10 of these movies are going to make a billion dollars. No. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to see. Everything just seems the same as last year. Does it? Almost. Well, yeah, there's no really new animation stories coming out this year. Right? 
I mean, like for 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 live action, it's 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 almost like the same animation. Yeah, there's only the only the live action are based on previous animated features. There's only like one really new. The Artemis Fowl is really the only new one to the bunch. New storyline for Disney. For the mm-hmm. most part, and maybe could kind of think Captain Marvel is this new storyline a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit, because we haven't seen this character before. Right. I know Whoa. she weaves into uh, the Avengers, but but she's it's kind of like seeing an Iron Man or something, I think, with Captain with Captain Marvel. Yes. I think I think we'll get more standalone Captain Marvel films, mm-hmm. too. So I think that's kind of like. Um, that they're going in a, a, a new direction with with uh, the Avengers and stuff, starting with Captain Marvel. Okay. So it'll it'll be interesting because so that's kind of original ish, mm-hmm. but th- I think you're right. The the one that stands out is Artemis Fowl is being completely original, not tied to anything. Yeah. So it should be a really interesting year. I don't think all three of the live action um, animated features are going to make it. Nope. I don't think so either. It's too close together, so we'll have to see who makes it and who doesn't. I mean, it feels like Dumbo, Dumbo will. Frozen should be fine. Star Wars will be fine. Yeah, Dumbo, it, you know what? It almost twists on whether Dumbo's good or not, whether I think the other two live actions make it or not. Like, because if people really love Dumbo, I think it'll bring them out for uh, Lion King or Aladdin. I'm all, I'm all like, yeah. for, for the other features, they got, they got more, more stuff in the past. Mm-hmm. I think of the three internationally, the one that's going to be the safest bet will actually be the Lion King because Disney yeah. has done such a good job with that one. And people know that one all over the planet really, really, really well. And that may be why it's the third one released. Yeah. Uh, people are very familiar with with that story, especially with like the all the plays that occur around the world. And um, and Fiona's play. I mean, ours is gonna uh, have including to, Fiona's play. Yeah, <laughs> ours is gonna have to do with Judaism. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Captain Marvel's gonna do well. I think the Avengers Endgame will do well. Oh, everybody's on pins and needles for that one. Yeah, so I think I think Toy Story Four is gonna do well. Uh, Frozen's gonna do well. Star Wars is gonna do well. Um, I think kind of the I think your the Artemis Fowl and the live action photorealistic ones those are question marks. Aladdin and Dumbo. Yeah, Aladdin and Dumbo. I would be surprised if The Lion King didn't do well. Yeah, a Penguins movie is totally in a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Disney does it though. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean that's they know. They throw keep, it out there. They know keep it's, the true keep the true life adventure stuff going. <laughs> yeah. They just they know. They're like, okay, we're putting this much into it. Eh. We know we'll get this out of it, but we're leaving it there. Maybe we'll get penguins in Animal Kingdom. There you go. Uh yeah, I guess there's there's no yeah, I'm realizing there's no love for Arctic animals. Well, right. Antarctica? Yeah. Well, there's only one. Uh, who is the one? Penguins. No, I mean at Animal Kingdom. Oh, yeah, they don't have any. Yeah. They probably have to do like South uh South uh, ones from South Africa. Yeah. Yeah, which are used to the which are used to the sun or South uh, yeah, South America, either one, because they, you know, they their penguins live down there too. 
Yeah. Um, so they would probably get one of those types to go into Animal Kingdom that can handle the different mm-hmm. temperatures. That's what we have in Dallas. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. In the States, that's what they usually have is those, yeah. those penguins. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I thought since no one has penguins at Animal Kingdom, it, it, it looks like they were afraid it would kind of go off their topic because it's, the whole thing's meant to be all safari-themed. Oh, well, they have Africa and they have Asia. They don't really have a South America region. I mean, it's the belongings of Mexico, I, I think. Well, Mexico's in North America. They really don't have South America represented in Epcot or Animal Kingdom. Yeah. They need to bring some llamas yeah. in, too. Uh, yeah, we need, some, we need some hope for Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Llamas are popular. Oh, live action remake. There you go. Yay! <laughs> Since we still got something to do with like Kim, Kim Possible, let's let's show off another an, another recognizable pat, pass animal. Yep, they do have the naked mole rats from Kim Possible. So oh, just cool. saying, you know. <laughs> but if I might, if I might get. Uh, Take Elias to see the Dumbo film for first. I'll try not to let him bully me. Oh, he's not going to bully you. All right. Are we good? Are we excited yeah. for 2019? I'm excited. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> half of it will do for me. Half of it will do. Half of it will do. Hey, half is better than none. That's a lot. joining us for another edition of Diz Podopolis. We're so glad you could join us tonight on our basically our, our review, our 2019 review of movies and our also our review of the 2018 release of Solo. Um, Fiona, you want to say goodnight to everybody? Goodnight to if for my special needs friends. For for going to be before Performing hour line king. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, almost, almost farting to comparing to the actual line king. It's gonna be exciting. 
And, and you're going to be performing. It's going to be at the Magic Theater, which is in downtown San Antonio. <laughs> which I didn't expect it for, for the small version. And good night for a lot of hand work. Hand, oh, <laughs> she had to, uh, they did a lot of practicing drumming and percussion instruments tonight and learning how to do timing and when to stop. And so her hands are hurting. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I did a lot of hand work today. And my hands hurt. <laughs> so she's not used to doing percussion. So, um, uh, at least I'm not going to be hired, hired for that in play. Oh. <laughs> or would I? Well, you have to see. Yeah. yeah, we don't know. We'll have to see. So you can um, follow Fiona on uh, Twitter as Fiona Toe Girl and on Instagram at Fiona Toe Or Toe-Girl. Miss Cricket. Or <laughs> Miss Cricket. Hashtag Miss Cricket. And uh, Cousin Ryan, why don't you say goodnight to I'm everybody? I'm so like, I need something that's making sense to nowadays, Disney. Okay. Cousin Ryan, why don't you say goodnight to everybody? Well, good night. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Uh, we sure appreciate you joining us every month. And I want to say goodnight to my Aunt Dolores and goodnight to my mom. Uh, thank you for listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> And all of our little tangents and stuff. Um, but we have a lot of fun with it. Um, of course, you can reach me at um, Ryan Flint underscore edu. Um, and you can reach all of us at Dispodopolis too on Twitter. So either of those Twitter handles will work. Take it away, Colleen. Absolutely. Just want to say goodnight to everybody. Uh, goodnight to Aunt Lynette and my mom. And uh, you want to thank you guys for listening. And I'm, I'm. Uh, if you guys have any questions for us, send us an email at comments at dispodopolis.com. That'd be great. Fiona would love to hear from you. And you toad. can reach me at uh, Toad Girl. A oh, Toad Girl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I totally. Tink. I think you're Tink Scout. You're yes. Tink Scout. Your daughter's Toad Girl. <laughs> <laughs> At Tink Scout on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And um, yeah, check us out on Instagram, also on Dispodopolis. We usually try to post there once once a week. Um, and have a great evening. Oh, and the website, too. Oh, we have a website. Someone we please do. visit our website. Oh. <laughs> we get big. I actually write at the way I write a. Um, kind of a summation of what all our podcasts are about. And I have links in there to, um, if Ryan does a video, if we, you know, what we spoke about, um, with the Girl Scout stuff, I have a link to, um, how to sign up for all the Girl Scout fun stuff they have at Disneyland. Uh, so check it out. Yay me. You never know what you're going to find, right? You don't, you don't. <laughs> Plus you can go see what we look like. We're pretty dorky. <laughs> Yes, that's okay though. Don't iconic me to make me see Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> Dr. Pimple Popper. All right, you got you have a close close for us, yeah. Fiona. Hello, Moto, and goodbye, everybody. Potu. Now it's time for a trip around the park and a kiss goodnight.
Trying to make a wookie sound with burp. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. I like that. How they're <laughs> more wookie burpy, more wookie burping. Wookie burping. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> and there goes another Chewbacca burp. I think I did it. Maybe. What a <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, that was for bloopers. That's for, I'll throw that on the end. Dispodopolis is a EFA Solutions production. All music and interviews remain the copyright of their respectful owners and are being used under the Creative Commons license law. All other content remains the copyright of EFA Solutions, LLC. This broadcast is not affiliated with Disney or any of the Disney properties, and the opinions expressed in this broadcast belong to the hosts and guests.